All right, my brothers and sisters of Donald Dot Win, this is a shout out. Thank you, as a former police officer and a firefighter, uh, as my hat says, keep America great, and, and thank you for supporting the police. That's the line in the sand that keeps us uh, apart from anarchy, man. Thank God for you. This is the battle of good versus evil, and uh, just lead us through this mess. You're That's the- all I can say. God bless America. You're the best, Tony. TPC 110, <laughs> 3.07 p.m. Eastern Time on June 10th, 2020. Tony Tedeschi, former NYPD, FDNY, EMT, and Coast Guard, if I'm correct? Correct. You've yes, got it sir. all. You've got it all. And um, so, yeah, let's just jump right into it. What do you think with everything going on with all the riots and less so the riots, but just these um, these calls for defunding the police? As someone that was in the fire department and the police department and the EMT for multiple, many, many, many years, including serving on 9-11 as a firefighter at Ground Zero, what do you? What is your? What are your two cents on this? I want to hear it from you because I, as a 29-year-old in my enlightened experiences, I can only speak from an armchair. What a man of your stature and experience. What do you have to say? So this is Tony Cast. I'm going to sit back and listen to you. Well, Thomas, the the world is upside down right now, and and these anti-police and defund the police movement. Uh, It's just a convenient way for these radical leftists to push their agenda through and and to just continuously create chaos. That's what they want. They want chaos. They say they're the, 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 the party of inclusion, that they're the enlightened ones, um, that they're oppressed. Uh, you know, just use any one of the battery of ridiculous words that they constantly use. Um, you know, is as long as you agree with them and agree with their points, well, then, hey, you're okay. Um, and, and you have a place at the table. But if you don't, which I don't, not even remotely, I'm certainly right-leaning, um, then you're a deplorable, you're one of the 15, 10 to 15% of just people that just really aren't good. I don't know. I thought I'd done a, a fair amount of service uh, to to my country and certainly to the city that I lived in. Uh, I'm no one special. I don't want anyone to pat me on my back, but I don't know want some piece of shit, rotten, career, corrupt, you know, no good, can't put three sentence together politician telling me I'm no good. What, what, what is it that I didn't do that was no good? I don't believe in your nonsense. I don't believe in your radical leftist agenda that we should just keep giving everything away. They could have taken that cop. And listen, let me just, you know, um, say what, what happened you know, to, to Mr. Floyd should have never happened. I was a police officer. I was a, a narcotics officer. I made multiple arrests. You know, there's a time to use force. There's a time to subdue people. And yeah, do they fight back all the time? A lot of the times they do. But once you have them under control, you got to gear it down. What that guy did on the surface, whether, you know, Guy Floyd was a horrible person or not, he didn't deserve to die with someone kneeling on his neck for nine minutes. Mm. But guess what? That guy was a bad cop. There's a lot of bad cops. You know what else there is? There's a lot of bad politicians. Look at what we're even seeing going through right now. We have some of the dirtiest cops at the highest levels of the FBI, the CIA. It's all getting exposed now. So in every organization, whether you work 
worked for Walmart, you worked for UPS, you're a cop, you're a politician. There's bad apples everywhere. That doesn't mean the whole group of them are. I mean, if we went by what they utilize as, uh, you know, an indicator, then we should wipe out almost on both sides of the, the aisle. We should wipe out almost all of those politicians. You want to go back through the, the, the skeletons in their closet and things that they've settled and, and whether it's, you know, you, you look at uh, sexual harassment suits and, and misappropriation of my bad, sorry, and I'm good enough with their gut. Nothing happens. Yeah. Like, I use Mayor de Blasio in New York City. He put his wife in charge of a program called Thrive New York. And, and I think the number's right. I'm not 100% positive, but you can, you can, anyone can Google it, you know. And I think they dumped like $800 million into this program. And it was supposed to help the homeless in the city. Now, he's been the mayor for about six or seven years now. And the homeless problem has become exponentially worse since he's been there. And when they asked her for accounting for the money, she's like, well, I don't know. We don't have any accounting for the money. Now, can you imagine if you ran any type of program or worked for a company, they gave you $800 million to spend on your program, and they said, so, Tommy, show us what you did. And I'm like, yeah, guy, I got nothing, man. I forgot to write it down. You'd be in jail. They'd You'd be me, in jail. They'd have, yeah, they'd, you know? have, they'd have some pit bosses pick me up and, and beat the shit out of me offshore. Yeah you, yeah, you can't do that in a private company. Whenever, like, a billion dollars goes missing, and we just go... What the hell would happen if you worked for Apple or Walmart or they'd have you? Yeah, they'd have yeah you, listen, they'd you have just you can't kill. do that. Period. You can't misappropriate. If you say, "Hey, fuck the government, I'm not paying my taxes," what eventually happens? They come and get you. Yeah. They eventually get you. Yeah. So you can say or want to do. There's a lot of things I don't want to do. Like, all right, I live down here in Maryland, and people say, "Oh, it's." It's uh, a highly taxed state. I came from one of the most corrupt, highly taxed states in the country, New York. And you see how pathetic, how pathetically they've handled the coronavirus, how horribly they handled these, these riots and the protests. There's one thing to protest, and there's guys much greater than me, and certainly some of the guys that you've had on your po- podcast, like Dale Comstock, you know, and, and guys of his ilk, and Mike Durant, you know, those guys are at a whole other level, way above anything that I've ever done in my lifetime and will never accomplish what those guys have accomplished. But those guys fought to let these people protest. Yeah. Not burn your fucking neighborhood down. Not and get the Nike sneakers you needed or the TVs or anything else. That's not protesting. That's looting. That's being a thug. And when you burn out the, the, the businesses in your neighborhood where you live, why would they come back? Why do you want to do that? So let me, if I, if I pissed you off tomorrow, Tom, I did something, I pissed you off and I got you all fucking twisted up. Would you burn down your own fucking house? No! Yeah. <laughs> Go punch walls in the drywall. That'll, sh- yeah. that'll show Tony. <laughs> yeah, key my own car. That'll show that asshole. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a thing, you know, of that radical leftist running Chicago now. You know, she's quietly begging Walmart not to leave. Walmart! Wants to leave. If Walmart wants to go. <laughs> when Walmart wants to leave, man, That's... like, 
holy shit. They're like, yeah, we're not coming back, man. We're tired of putting these fucking stores back in order. You know, you burnt it down. Yeah. yeah and you know that there's a lot of other things going on. I used to live in a, in a, a town up in Long, uh, Long Island. I, I don't want to mention it because I don't want anybody sure. getting any heat. But it was it was a pretty multicultural town. And our town boarded a minority town. And for the first time in my life, I watched the McDonald's close. Jesus Christ. In a minority town. McDonald's. What McDonald's have you ever seen in any fucking neighborhood? Anywhere. Close. It's McDonald's. Everyone eats McDonald's. I, I don't personally like it, but where have you ever seen that? So I talked to the guy who I knew had a business next door. He goes, yeah, they robbed that fucking place so many times. They just said, forget it. They, they fucking gave up. Yeah. There's this, there's this general argument you see going around right now that if you're, if you're against the protest, it's this it's this gotcha thing when you have someone like yourself, police officer, someone who I had on episode 23, James Lucero, police officer out west. Two different police officers both say, hey, what that guy did, Chauvin, Chauvin, what he did, that was terrible. But then so you have people of y'all stature and y'all's experience saying that. And so it's it's across the board. The, it, everyone thinks that was a terrible thing. This isn't some debate. No one's debating this. No one with a rational yeah, mind. And Tommy, that's the shame of this. That it's been hijacked. It, it, this unifying right, but, thing has been hijacked. Right, but but here's what I look at as the shame of this whole thing. One of the biggest shames, right? You see these family members come out and, and make impassioned pleas and all the things, and I'm sure the family's hurt, whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. Again, he did not deserve yeah. to die that way. Um, but in this ultra-polarized country, this was one thing everybody agreed upon. Everyone said, oh, yeah, man, yeah, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, That's bad. There's no excuse. We can't protect this guy. We can't come up with some dopey excuse. We can't do it. There's other times you can, you can I don't want to say talk around it. You can rationalize it or explain how it happened. Sure. And though it doesn't look good on two seconds of tape, especially if you don't see the whole tape, but this one was no. Now... It's not George Floyd, the guy who was killed by a cop, right? And that they're gonna, you know, put in some type of reforms or whatever it may be. Now it's the riots and the protests that swept through this country and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. So any point you were gonna make, some person like me, you lost me. I don't even yeah. want to hear it anymore, yeah. man. I'm gone. I don't want yeah. to hear your point I, I, because. It doesn't give you the right to burn a store down. It doesn't give you the right to loot. It doesn't give you the right to do any of that. You want to protest? Great. I don't even think you should be able to block traffic. You're allowed to walk up and down the street all day long and say, don't even test your shit at. Great. Say it all you want. I don't care. But it doesn't mean that you have to alter everyone else's life. You can get your point across. Now, if we decided to do that, right, you know, and, and push back, per se, like you said, if you don't agree with these protests, you're racist. Hmm. Really? Why? Because I don't agree with your point? Because yeah. I don't agree with burning down businesses that most of them in a, in a minority neighborhood were minority owned. So who are you screwing? Yeah, you're. You know, it, it doesn't make any sense. They're, yeah, they're burning down all these franchises saying these, these billion dollar corporations can take it. Dude, these are all franchise owned, <laughs> these are owned by local people. These are owned by, like, it's, 
it's it's in but yeah it's it's this it was this beautiful thing this beautiful moment of solidarity where everyone I mean, even Donald Trump, the most polarizing motherfucker in the world, he's the one that told the FBI to make this investigation a priority, right? So there was no, there was no, he said, she said, whatever. This was both sides saying, this is bad, that cop needs to be dealt with and needs to be made an example of, right? So if even Trump is saying, See, get the FBI but, on this. But the one thing about Trump that I always give him credit for, and I'm a Trump guy, so... <laughs> again, uh, whatever that term they use, uh, you know... Deplorable? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out. Like, the newscasters use it, you know, all the time. What? What? White, xenophobic, misogynistic, anti Semitic, Islamophobic, supremacist, KK? Whatever they're. Whatever no, they're that, that, those are just the guys on MSNBC and CNN. They're not journalists they, they anymore. Just throw the, they just throw um, the dart. They just know, read them off like Mad yeah, style. They're, they're just. Uh, they're propaganda, you know. Uh, they're a propaganda machine. It's almost like, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, a communist country per se. No, yeah. But basically, Trump calls it like it is. Like he said, yeah, guy's a bad guy, and that, that was bad, man. That was really bad. Make it happen. You know, they don't want to hear when he says things that they don't agree with. Then you know, it's like, oh my god, the world's coming to an end. Mm. Tony, all right, got you back. Yeah, I, I could see and hear you. It just, yeah, I, I guess it couldn't go both ways. Don't worry, I got the timestamp. I'll splice that out. Um, okay. What I, what I was gonna say is the point of bringing up. Um, the point out the reason I was bringing up uh, Trump uh, sticking the FBI on this and saying make it a priority is that's how that's how unifying it was is like even if Trump is saying this is bad that's how you know everyone was on board with this and this beautiful thing where everyone was like you're right this was terrible it was very quickly hijacked into burning down these stores beat people with two by fours attack FedEx trucks pull them out of their cars and then now if you're not on board with that you are automatically against the George Floyd protests. And it's this, it's this bullshit gotcha. Like, it's, it's, if you are against me burning down your McDonald's, then you are, then you are for the, the excessive police force that brought an end to Mr. Floyd's life. Yeah, but because, Tom, there's no more rational thinking when no. it comes to this. <laughs> I listened to that full of a city council president in Minneapolis. And I was listening to her interview on CNN because they just played it through multiple people. And she said when the newscaster, Allison Camerata asked her, well, what happens if, you know, someone breaks into my house with a gun and I call the police? So back to the woman from Minneapolis, and the, the newscaster from an awful liberal, like left hand, left left leaning propaganda machine, not a journalist anymore, um, said, "But what if someone breaks into my house with a gun?" And she says, "Well, when you call the police and get a response, that's privilege." And and what? I saw like, that. I saw. That. I, I, I'm at the point where you know what, Minneapolis. I want. You're right, ma'am. You're right. Disband the police department. Take them away. And you're going to put in place your um, social workers to come. And that if someone steals your stuff, you get to and talk about it. So, like, I don't know. Let's play one out. I'm sorry. Hey, Tommy, you, uh, you stole my iPhone. Give it back. Hey, Tommy, go fuck yourself. Oh, Tommy, that's not really nice. You shouldn't say that to me. Hey, Mary, the social worker, what do you think? Oh, Tommy, you should give him his phone back. Let's go fuck yourself, son. Oh, 
What do we do now, Mary? I don't know. Let's keep playing verbal judo with him. Yeah. Maybe he'll give it back. Hey, Tom, if we bought you an ice cream cone, would you give us the phone back? Um, no, let's go fuck yourself, son. <laughs> oh, hmm. Wow. We're fresh out of shit. to say now. Yeah. Now what? Hey, um, I'm hey. keeping your cell phone. See you later, man. Hey, Mary. Okay. Hey, well, Mary, thanks. give me your phone, too. Everyone else, give me your fucking phone. Right. It's going to be an absolute... First off, it's a free-for-all. It's now. Because if you notice, even right here in, in, in Maryland, there's outbreaks of violence all over the place because everyone is afraid to say anything. Everyone, yes. the cops are like walking on eggshells. You even... Touch a guy now. Every camera comes out and goes, I get the whole track. You know, you even touch a guy and it's being construed as excessive force. Um, you know, they've had a few different incidents down on, on the boardwalk here in Ocean City within the last couple of days. Really? And they just said, hey, Black Lives Matter, peaceful, very peaceful, you know, uh, protest the other day. So, okay, the protest wasn't too bad, but what's the aftermath? In the aftermath of a lot of this stuff, even right now, uh, I don't know, Chicago, left-leaning, or not left-leaning, completely left over the hill, like down a drain city, um, strictest gun laws in the country, still, you know, not creeping back from the COVID-19, everything's locked down, and uh, they had 82 shootings in one weekend, 18 last, last, deaths. Last week, 26 deaths. Right, or 26. 26, 82 wow. Your policies are doing really good. Yeah. So you know what you do? You're right. Take that police force away. And you think those numbers will plummet or they're going to triple? Yeah. Like those people, whoever's creating it, because you can't say those people or whoever, whoever's doing that, do you think they're playing by the rules right yeah. now? Yeah, if you look around, in the, where are the greatest infection rates for the COVID-19? Hmm in all democratic cities. And then, I won't tell you, figure it out yourself, do the demographic breakdown and say, hmm, wow, hmm, hmm. It's just coincidental? Of course, the overarching easiest answer is, oh, Donald Trump sent it to him. Like he sent the fucking crop duster over the place and just cropped up to them all. <laughs> you know, it's just, pure insanity so i want a place like minneapolis or chicago or any one of these ridiculously insanely poorly run here we live in maryland baltimore's been a democratically run years 50 years they've had their whole show for 50 years you tell me one person, one, show me one that says, oh, yeah, Baltimore, great place, love it. Can't wait to go there. Can't wait to dude, visit. Dude, Burning my, in the harbor at Baltimore. Dude, it's dude. Hey, if you're going outside, even if you're going to the package store across the street, okay, hold on, pause the video game. We'll all walk together. What do you mean? It's 2 p.m. It's sunny out. We're all going to walk together. And it's like, oh, <laughs> this is Baltimore. So, right. yeah, it's... Um, and, and think about that, right? You know, they talk about, you know, white people and white privilege and and um i don't know and, and a lot of the neighborhoods i used to work in or even neighborhoods that bordered where i lived uh i'd say white people really weren't welcome 
And you walking through that was, you know, certainly a brave thing to do. So uh, is it not a form of racism? You can't walk, you know, if you walk through a white neighborhood, and listen, many years ago there was racism. I'm not going to say there isn't. Is it not racism right now? Of course there is. But it goes both ways. Like, let's not talk about, like, everyone's an angel in this. You know, and they talk about reparations. Like, my, my relatives didn't own slaves, and your relatives weren't slaves. Like, we, we're so many generations removed. Dude, I, you, you, we, like, we literally went back on my family tree. We literally went back and found out that members of my family literally fought for the Union Army. <laughs> literally fought under Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's, it's I, I can finally pull that card. Be like, dude, not only did we not own slaves, fought and died for this. It's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, like you said, it, it's not, you know, you, racism is alive. I have to say, I lived in southern Georgia for two years, man. I lived in Valdosta, Georgia. Racism is, you would think it was 1850 there. Racism is like, make no mistake, it is alive and a well, alive and well in a, in a form that you only thought existed in Tarantino movies. Like, it is, make no mistake. But you're right, it's both ways. It's, it's, you're, oh, you're white. You're a piece of shit. This is my problem with white people. Dear white people. How come all white people... If you look at any of these news articles or, or headlines on TV, and you say, that's not racist, there's there's some... Every time you see the word white, just replace it with black or Jew or Hispanic. Oh, yeah. And then reread, oh, reread those headlines to yourself. Dear Jews, you... All of a sudden, it's... Don't say that. But just... Repl- right, right. Don't change anything else. Just replace white with black right. and, and then well listen you, you, you can't use you, you can't use the n-word but can they call you cracker can they call you white bread can they call you wonder bread they can call you anything they want man you know this is and I've always said this and I said I grew up in a multicultural town and, and the area of the town where I lived the, my elementary school that I went to it was 50% white and 50% black and, and there was no issues man there was no problems at all like we grew up as young kids and and we, we were accepting of each other and some of my best friends in the world were black guys when i worked in the new york city fire department i worked with a, 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 a large battery or, or a battery of but i didn't call them black guys i didn't say yeah, if dude. you happen to be african-american i didn't say hey Tommy, my black friend. I just said Tommy. Yeah, yeah. That's all I said. It's, I didn't. It's never I never fair. equated. Oh, he's a black guy. And and any time I had to refer to him as yeah. oh my black friend, it just was. Done. That's yeah. That's Kevin. Well, that's Kyle. That's Phil. It's just whatever. It's not a thing. It's. It was people and humans just like we are, and you know, there's good people and there's bad people on both sides of the fence. So yeah. you know, the problem is as soon as they start with their identity politics, again, the left. This is all the left. I mean, if you really took a look and you took a giant chunk of the media and just shut them off, and I didn't even include Fox News, right? Just just report the actual news. Stop giving us your opinion. We got it. We know 100% that 50% of you hate Donald Trump. We got it. Okay, your point is loud and clear. But the way this country works is we get to vote. If he, you vote him out and you put that blithering fool in, well, then that's the way that it goes. And we got no choice but to accept it. Yeah. But the fact is, is he was elected. And he was elected by millions of people. I don't want to hear that popular vote fucking bullshit. Because if we went by popular vote, the way this country would be running is based on how California, New York, the coastal elite idiots. Look at all of those cities. 
Look at California and their homeless issues and the defecation and the things that they just, because they don't want to correct everything is okay to do. Yeah. You know, oh, it can't be so hard. They have shanty towns everywhere. They're shitting and pissing on the streets. San Francisco, I went to San Francisco a bunch of years ago. I took my wife to San Francisco because she loved that city for her, her birthday. And even then we were starting to like go to some, you know, areas that were considered the, you know, the, the areas that, you know, tourists would go to. And we were stepping over homeless people. I'm like, wow, you know. But now, I talked to some friends that went there. You know, they have a $750,000 budget for human shit removal. Can you believe that? It's, it's yeah, so $750,000 for shit removal. And in in, yeah. in San Francisco, that sounds like a Monty Python skit, man. Literally, like bring out your dead. Like that's what this shit yeah. sounds like. That's- and can you imagine? Can you imagine having that job? That that's what you drive around. Seen- like it's one thing to pick up dog shit. Have you like have you dealt with human fucking feces that have been sitting for days and weeks? And oh for my that, god, it's FC. horrific. For- you know. And this is this is a big, beautiful city. They're like overrun with homeless. San Francisco is, is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's. Have you seen how they remove it though? It's not. It's not like picking it up like dog shit. They have these like. Um, they're almost like street cleaners, and they shoot this super high temperature power washing spray at the ground. But that just means you're you're vaporizing it and aerosol aerosolizing it. You're just throwing it into the air into a fine mist. So now you're just you're just caking boiling hot shit particles all over all over the storefronts, the streets, and hell, if you're walking and there's a wind, have fun inhaling that gaseous aerosolized hepsi infected shit. It's But just think about what we're saying. They have to send out special street sweepers to clean up human human. This is the twentieth century, man. You know, we're not living in a third world country here. It, it's just mind numbing. And, you know, to say that, oh, well, you know, we have all this new technology to do it. Like, what? What? <laughs> How about you don't do it? <laughs> then you don't have to clean it. You know, and, and, and like, at what point do you say, okay, like the, the poor store owners, I saw some interviews, and then some people paid to put like big giant rocks on the sidewalk. And what the city do? They took them away. Oh, you can't have this. No, that's against regulations. Oh, it is? Oh, but human defecation in the middle of the street and throwing your used syringes on the ground that you give to them, that's okay? Well, they're homeless. We can't really tell them to leave. At, I, at, at, it's bizarre world. We live in bizarre world. Clown world. It's, it's, it's at some point, at some point you just have to almost be an accelerationist you just have to say fuck it keep going let let that city go yeah you should you should hand out more needles defund the police you know what go for it just sit well, back and, and that's watch. what i was saying before just sit back and watch just let it happen right. we we, uh, we need to do it not not that i want to yeah you know yeah. and i would feel horrible for all those cops but already like other departments are telling the minneapolis cops hey man they shut your 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 department down you got a job here yeah, 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 yeah. Do, yeah, a so- yeah. do a social experiment. Do it, man. I would love to see it. Do it. Do it in the whole state. Yeah. And just like seal off the border to that state, though. Just watch. And, God, 
and then watch what that state devolves into. It will be utter chaos. These people live in this, like, I don't know. It's almost like, it reminds me of like the 70s with these hippies doing nothing but psychedelics that are just like, so far removed from reality. Yeah. Do, you, do you really think that there's a utopia that if you took the police department away, you know, because there's bad apples in that, that all of a sudden everybody would be nice and there'd be no crime? But yeah, do you really believe that? Like, is- where in God's name could you even imagine that that could be possible there's bad people all over this world they'll saw your fucking head off if they could and you're like oh no we'll have a social worker talk it out like what are you fucking saying just listen to yourself i spoke to a family member that's an uber liberal lives up in new york and her answer to me was, they were forced to do this. They were forced to riot. I go, they were? By who? Who forced them? I didn't see anybody with a gun to the back of their head. You know what they were doing? They were very well funded by George Soros, and I don't care what people ding, say. Ding, 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 I can tell you hands down, I spoke to my friends that are cops and firemen in New York City. Um, the last time I checked, there wasn't just pallets of bricks at certain locations that just happened to appear right where they said, hmm, oh, Tommy's gonna have a little protest today. And right at the location yeah, that yeah. he's gonna start it, voila, yeah. pallet of bricks. Kidnapper. What are they gonna do? Are they gonna build a wall like of unity or something? What are you gonna do with these fucking bricks? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, bricks. So you're just gonna walk up and down the street and throw bricks through windows. And what? Another thing that people are forgetting, I think, you know, is we're still in the middle of this COVID-19 craziness. I know. Other fuck, other, other level of bizarro world. So two things happen. All of a sudden now, being right next to each other, all over each other, that doesn't make a difference anymore. And, oh, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Yeah, you know, hey, you're protesting. But there was a politician I forgot where from, and I saw the quote that... Um, because this is such an important issue that it was okay to subvert all the rules. And you're burning businesses down and wrecking stuff and looting stores where these people have been closed for months and now they want to reopen and now you just took that opportunity away. And again, you know, call me a conspiracy theorist, anything you want. This whole thing was definitely not a, a random occurrence. No, no. Fauci said back in 2017, how did he know that Donald Trump would be hit with a pandemic issue to deal with? He's part of the problem. And like even here, we, we, we live in a, a Democratic state with a Republican governor. But he's an anti-Trump. He hates Trump. He'll do anything to get on TV. And we're just trickling open. He's just bleeding everybody dry. For what reason? What like when we went from zero to ninety, shutting the state down? When when they were worried about the numbers. Now all the numbers are on the downward trend, and now we're going like zero to two miles an hour, opening it up. Yeah. I just want a matrix. Give me the matrix that you're using. You want me to wear this damn mask when I go in the store? For what reason? 
because Fauci said so? Yeah. Well, guess what? Every prediction, every last one of them, every one, well, just in the last couple of days, the World Health Organization, first, it's um, it's okay. It, like, they're all over the place about asymptomatic people. Oh, asymptomatic people can't transmit it. Well, we don't really mean that, but yeah, because all of a sudden people said, see? And it all kind of ties into all of a sudden the politicians let these rioters and all these looters go crazy. So guess what? Our health and locking the country down had nothing to do with our health. It had everything to do with destroying the economy. Because if you can look at that and say, okay, you got to fly it, man, have at it. But you'll destroy it. You'll arrest people for going to church or arrest a gym owner in New Jersey for opening up his business, which is his livelihood. But you'll let people spray paint, fuck the NYPD and Black Lives Matter all over all over um, uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral. I didn't see it, and I haven't confirmed it, but they told me they spray painted the 9-11 memorial. They shattered um, in, in various different locations. It's been all over Facebook. Um, memorials to uh, you know the, the military members that have been lost in, in service. Like, what has that got to do with it? What has the 9-11 memorial got to do with it? What has St. Patrick's Cathedral got to do with it? And they caught the people that did some of these things, and they're declining to prosecute. What? Well, if I go and spray something, let's just say uh, racist and incendiary on some black Baptist church, I'll be arrested immediately. I'll be hauled out with every camera they can stick in my face, and I'll be charged with not just a crime, but a hate, hate crime. crime. It's... I'll tell you what, man. On Saturday, I had on Dale Comstock and Joe Teddy, who were both were deeply in the in the covert world. They both talked about. They said this has more fingerprints of a foreign intelligence operation because that's what they used to do. They I can't I can't mention what they did because their unit was classified mm-hmm. above above Delta. Um, mm-hmm. It's um. Go read Surprise, Kill, Vanish by Annie Jacobson. That's the unit they were in. But I'm listening to that book right now, man. And it's just, I'm listening today about, like, us airdropping in weapons into Cuba up before the Bay of Pigs and arming. What did we do? What we did is we found these guys that didn't like the people in charge. And instead of sending some American GIs in there and risking the optics of a war or invasion, what did we do? We sent in some low-flying biplanes and kicked out some AKs and some grenades and said... Boy, I hope these don't land in this neighborhood of people that hate Castro. If they do, whoopsie daisies. That's what we do, though. That's what we do because we do it overseas. So these two guys were on on Saturday, episode one hundred nine. Check it out if you're listening. And they were like, "I know this is this is someone else doing this, not just because we, as in the United States, but like we literally used to do this. So like, it is, it's." What, okay, I can get, I can get riots being organic. That can happen because it's happened before. You go out, you get a bunch of opportunists go out there. You want some free shit. I get it. Okay, could that also be a foreign operation? It could, but I, I would, I'm more likely to lean towards saying it was organic, just because that's something that just ha- does happen around the world when the conditions are correct. But defund the police, and now setting up that six by six block Antifa autonomous zone in Seattle. 
You're trying to tell me that's not a forward operating base? <laughs> like, Listen, that's frightening stuff. Uh, and, and if people... Send in fucking Delta fuck Force. Send in fucking Delta you, Force. You go over to France and certain areas in no Europe, go zones. Right, where the Muslims no, went, no go you zones. can't go in their neighborhoods. Denied They're territory. shut down. You can't. And you, you, the cops, cops can't go in there. They completely run those fucking neighborhoods. And if you have an autonomous zone in your city, I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, I don't care what you are as a leader. If that has happened, you have lost control. And I know people were going crazy yeah. about, oh, we can't use the military. Well, when you have yeah. armies of people that are trying to sow unrest, you bet, because the governors were refusing to use the National Guard. Yeah. And that's what it's called. The National National Guard. And the, and, that's what it's called. And you can and you can enact or call upon the Insurrection, insurrection Act of 1807. You're allowed to do this. When there is a foreign... When, so, if it goes to defund the police, well, let's see. If we can start with peaceful protests, and then we can go to riots, and then we can go to defund the police. So, we're clearly, we're walking along an agenda, correct? All right. So, if we're doing that, then then what is next? Well, next you would, if you can, if you can pull off defund the police, you'd bump up to, I don't know, defund the National Guard of that area. And then you would go higher and higher up the food chain until eventually, eventually, you fucking quote me you can come back to this episode in a month in a year it will if it does not if it's not stopped it will keep climbing up because why would you stop well if you can defund the police why would you stop if you if they're going to give you an inch take a mile so what is it going to be it's going to be defund the fbi defund the cia defund the military and who's going to benefit from that this is a, it's well, a it's a brilliant and, and military you know what, operation. You know what that leads to? I mean, I, I don't see that that can ever happen because eventually some adults have to step in but i, I could be wrong there, there, there's examples of that throughout the world. There's two big examples that, that we're, we're intimately involved with as Americans. And you had one of the guys on your, um, you know, your podcast, an excellent podcast you did with Mike Durant. Go to Somalia. That's a lawless, failed state. Yeah. Guess what? It's tribally run. It's run by tribes. Yeah. My tribe takes this. Your tribe takes that. And um, when you get pissed them off, they fucking kill you and leave your rotten fucking body in the street. And they take whatever they want. Go to Libya. We took, uh, you know, Gaddafi out of there. And it became a failed state. Again, now it's another tribally run place. You want to take away all these protections that have been put into place. Think about how old law enforcement is. Even way back in the wild, wild west days, we had a sheriff. And and a couple of guys that kept law and order. You want to go to a tribal society? This whole euphoric, you know, grandiose, wonderful world that these people think they live in, it will just be rape and pillage. And of course, it would make total sense that a foreign agency is trying to cause so much disruption because, like, listen, call it for what it is. You, they, you can hate Donald Trump. I don't, you know, is he is he the most articulate guy? No. Is he brash? Yeah, damn straight he is. Yeah. You know, does he tell it like it is? Yeah. Does he kind of sometimes run off at the mouth and should keep his mouth shut? Yeah. I've heard that my whole life. You know, like, hey, you should keep your mouth shut. Doesn't make you a horrible human. It just, you know, you just, you speak your mind. 
he he had this company running at like juggernaut level. No one ever ever imagined that we can get to the places that we were. Our economy was going through the roof. He told China, "Go fuck yourself." First one in in, in history, basically, since we started having relations with China, they were running all over us. Europe used to run all over us. That last boob of a president we had, even though I respected the office, he would go overseas and bow. Now Trump's like, no, this is how we're doing it. And if you don't like it, that's too bad. It's America first. And people like demonize him and followers like us, myself. Why is it so bad to say America first? Yeah. What's so wrong about that? You know, you think Europe's got it so good. They did everything so good. Actually, they're not. They're in worse shape. Everything that they've done, they've made a lot of mistakes and we've learned from it. And that that whole juggernaut had to be stopped. And that's that. Yeah. I truly believe in a deep state now. Um, I think what we see will come out of this investigation. Though you see that no one ever gets held accountable. They were going to railroad this former general, Michael Flynn, because they hated him and, and he went against the last administration's policies. And they have people bona fide lying on their oath. They have it. It's on tape. And now it's been proven that they completely lied. That knucklehead Adam Schiff from California has lied multiple times. Eric Swalwell, multiple times they have lied. Have they been held accountable? Negative. You lie under oath, I lie under oath, you watch how fast your, your face gets crushed mm. and, you're, and you're, you're face down with cuffs behind your back. Mm. It's just, again, it goes back yeah. to this world is upside down, man. And, and it's, uh, it's, Pastor wrote a, a, a thing. It's, I'm not the most religious guy in the world, but this is the fight between good and evil. I truly, I've been saying it for a while. It's. I think a lot of people have been saying that. To me, it, it makes me think more of... Um, it does make me think more of a second Cold War. It, it sounds like it's because nope, you're right. No one's going toe to toe. We're not invading China. China's not invading the U.S. It's because that 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 the that day of, of of uniformed armies marching against each other by day that stopped with World War II. Maybe Korea. That but that stopped. That's over. It's been insurgency and it's been by any Jacobson, surprise vanish, surprise kill vanish, pick it up today. It's been tertia optimo, the third option. Diplomacy, war, the hidden hand. The hidden hand is, it's your Jason Bournes and your Jason Bond, Jason, Jason Bournes, James Bond. That's your, your covert action, your plausible deniability, your black ops. And that's what all, that's what the entire Cold War was. The Cold War didn't go hot because we didn't launch thermonuclear weapons and literally bring the heat. But we are at war for 40 some odd years and I, I truly believe that it's kicking off again it is it is it's going to be proxy wars it's going to be that's what this is i i truly believe that it, and the thing is is that I, I the reason i say i believe that isn't because it's a tinfoil hat to, no it's because i'm just looking at history in the past i'm reading all of these books about the cold war and it's this is exactly what happened then and hey, we weren't any wait, we weren't an innocent sweetheart either. We did it too. But that's what I'm saying is this isn't I'm not they're bad if you don't think we're doing the same thing over there, you're fucking high. I just No no listen, I, and I'm not saying that I own fault those, you know, foreign uh, foreign operators for doing it. You know, it's just shame on country. us because yeah. shame guys on us haven't not. identified it and, and we should be better and be above them to say 
hey, okay, we see what you're doing. You're doing your little psyops on us that we do on you. And sometimes our operations work, and sometimes our operations fail. And, yeah. and we should we should do better at making it fail. Again, the left sees this as an opportunity. So this little intrusion into our world from definitely outside is these radical left wingers trying to set up this utopian world. And it's not even humanly possible. What they want to do is not possible. You look at the new Green Deal and all the different things that they want to do. It's just asinine. It's not even close to making sense. Like they'll go crazy that Trump doesn't want to be a globalist. And they talk about America first is a terrible way of looking at things. But then look at their policies. You want to dismantle this country for yourselves, for your little utopian world. You think it's going to make it better for everyone? Yeah, you're, no, you're I don't want your bullshit. I don't agree with your stuff. Yeah, it's, But that's what makes us better. Now I'm a misogynist. I'm a racist. I'm a deplorable. I cling to my God and my guns. And, yeah. Yeah, any one of the things that they said. Just the, and these are all Democratic people that said this shit. Yeah, not not Republicans. Yeah, it's... There's that... And, hey, man, like... I think that utopia can work. I think if you limit the number of people in your community to five and you go live in the woods, sure, sure, fuck, you can go pull it off, eat mushrooms, walk around naked, kill animals. I think it could work at five people each. It worked before agriculture. It worked in the high paleolithic. It's not working now and it can't work now. So if you even look at the worst places in the world, what happens when you remove Gaddafi? What happens when you remove Saddam? Nature pours a vacuum. It it swallows it right up, and it devolves into it devolves into tribal fighting until eventually, fast forward the the uh, the algorithm long enough, and eventually a new power structure will form. It, that it, that always happens. That happens everywhere. It happens in the animal kingdom. It happens in human society. So if you remove the police, you're just going to get the new strong arm, whatever that strong arm is. So, I'm with you, man. Instead of letting them bitch about, if you had only let us defund the police, we would have had utopia. I'm now at a point where I'm like, fuck it. Prove me wrong. I would love to be proved wrong. What if Minneapolis turns into a utopia and their economy goes through the roof? Well, hey, I will take a bow. I was wrong. Or it's going to devolve into Mogadishu and we're going to have to send in the Blackhawks again. Either way, let's stop bickering about it and just do it. It's like two guys arguing in a bar. Just go outside and kick the shit out of each other. So let's see. Either they form a utopia, and I will, I will admit here that I was wrong, or we'll have to send in some Abrams tanks and some relief. And uh, some but see, the, the key to that is, is that you said you would admit that you're wrong, and so would I. They'll never admit that they're wrong. Like the governor of that city, right? And they even eat their own if, if they don't agree. Oh yeah. Like it's... so, he said, "No, I don't agree with defunding the police," and they're like, "Boo!" and spitting on him and throwing stuff. Yeah. And meanwhile. He let them wreck the city. He basically told the cops, stand down and let them wreck the city and then turn to the federal government and said, I need a bailout. Like, what? 50, you just 50, let it would be like, billion. you know, you let your kids fucking basically, you know, ride their bicycles into the wall in every room of your house and take hammers and smash everything. And then you call your insurance company and say, yeah, my kids had a bad day, man. I got to put in a yeah, claim. You know, you know. And in this world, like when you were saying, you know, like 
people like living off the land. Think about the millennials, especially these knuckleheads that are all out there, you know, uh, protesting. Even the white people saying, "I have white privilege." And okay, holy, everything is a push button. Amazon, I want it. Send, send, send. Oh, I don't even feel like going to Taco Bell. I'll call DoorDash. Send, bang, ding dong. Thank you for my food. Oh, look, my Amazon package came yesterday. I want it now. Boom. You know, like in this push button society. These, these people will will shrivel into like a little ball and fucking sob when they actually have to do something themselves. It would be it, it would be it would be comical. That's why to I watch. that's why I don't that's why I don't condone condone that type of utopia. Hey man, I've I've taken mushrooms. I've gone out into the woods and taken mushrooms before and watched the sun. It's a beautiful religious experience. But I'll be the first to admit that, like, dude, I have a biology major. I'm trying to build a podcast. I can't whittle a fucking stick. I can't start a fire. I'll get sunburned, poison ivy, and I'll get eaten by, like, some fucking armadillo or something. I'll manage to get eaten by an armadillo. Like, but the thing is, is I'm not trying to push for that utopia because I know, hey, man, I can get up. I'm good at going to the gym, seeing you, seeing old John, going to the sauna, talking shit. I know that's what I'm capable of, and that's what I operate within. It's, you cannot, dude, what did Sheikh Guevara say? You cannot have a free press if we are to have a revolution. You cannot have a free and fair press. If we're, you can't do, or it, it, is a, it is a capital offense punishable by death to have a weapon, which is why Sheikh Guevara's assassination attempt, there was a media blackout in Cuba, when, wherever it was, the 60s. There are these things that they, they repeat themselves throughout history. Adolf Hitler. To disarm it, or to to rule, to conquer a nation, the first thing you do is disarm the citizens and denounce the pacifists as freedom haters. It's it it, it this shit has repeated itself. These aren't some like tinfoil hat Alex Jones talking points. This has happened again and again and again between 1900 and two and 2000. Over 110 million people died due to the policies of communism. That's not hyperbole. As a fact. A tenth of a billion yeah, listen, people. It, it's, it's all hard and cold facts. And these kids that think socialism That's 16 is Holocaust. And it, it's failed everywhere. And they go, but no, but when we do it, it's going to work. Like, it's and, and failed when, everywhere. And it's failed miserably. And when you do enact it, what the fuck do all these people think is going to happen to them? Do you think you're going to be some, like, high and mighty uh, party official with, like, an inside scoop in, like, the Soviet Union? Do you think you're going to be an oligarch? You hate me? Guess what? You're going to be down there with me breaking rocks and eating gruel. <laughs> All right? That's the point is there's so – even and, – and it ties into like, you know, like the last time we, we had a discussion uh, like with the COVID-19 and this, this country is a bunch of sheep. You know, there's a lot of sheepish people in this country. Like you see how they basically stuck their head in the ground over a virus that really isn't anything they said it is. What do you think would happen when there's authoritative rule and and people are literally driving around with fucking guns and masks and shooting up your fucking house and telling you like these these kids and these people have no idea. They have no idea. They're just getting money from somewhere and useless. Most of them, if you look at them, you know, have, you know, little going on and, and 
what you think will be a great life will turn out to be an utter nightmare. And then you're going to say, oh, no, oh, I'm going to go back. Yeah. Not too late. Too now late. you can't you're, go back. Now think you about this. it all up. Think about this. Right now, when you say we don't want the National Guard in our city, you're allowed to say that, and they will sit outside the city. You can let your city burn, and that will happen. What happens when it's not the National Guard, but rather it's the state police of whatever? And you say, hey, we don't want you occupying our city. They don't give a fuck. Right now we live in a democracy right. where we have laws, we have different parties, and you can say, we don't want the National Guard. But your city is going to burn, but that's your freedom, states' rights, got to stop federal overreach. Okay. It's the only time in history that you can tell an army, we don't want you here, and they'll say, okay. What happens right. when, when that is the Gestapo or the Stasi, and they're coming to your city, and you go... Uh-uh, buddy. Uh-uh, you can't go. Hey, I'm Poland in September 1st, 1939. Hey, Blitzkrieg boys, you, you, you check your jacket at the door. No, they'll run over you because they're Nazis high on meth. That's what this fucking state power will do. We don't want the National Guard. We're going to loot. What? Well, hey, when you're looting all these stores, guess what happens when those are property of the state? You are now an enemy of the state. Do you think you're going to have a fair and just trial? No, you're going to be summarily executed. How about, let's go even simpler, right? Let's go even, and you're 100% right. So you see how they're speaking out against the government, and, and especially the president, right? I mean, yeah. it, half this country would try to, to burn them at the free, stake. Free speech. Speak out to. against that type of government. They will come to your house in the middle of the night. They'll kill you, your whole fucking family, your cousins, and your fucking neighbors. They'll kill you all. They'll just get rid of you. They'll just wipe you off the fucking planet. And so... You'll, you'll talk your shit and Tommy will be the most boisterous guy and then you just find out that Tommy and his whole fucking family got slaughtered in the middle of the night and they'll drag the fucking bodies out into the middle of the street and leave them in the street and then people will be like wow what yeah. happened and you'll be like oh yeah Tommy was talking shit about the president yeah. God, yeah. see ya yeah yeah I mean dude the Nazis when um when the early black ops guys, which were called the Jedbergs from the United States, and their first black ops mission was to assassinate, uh, what is it, Ein, Heinrich, Heidrich, Heid he had some crazy fucking German name. The guy, the man with the arm, man with the iron heart is what Hitler called him. He was the Uber Gruppenführer of, uh, or the the butcher of, uh, what do they call him, the butcher of Bucharest, the butcher of Bulgaria. Anyway. If you can't tell, I, I'm, I'm listening to this book right now. But so we yeah. sent in the Jedbergs to assassinate this guy in his armored Mercedes in like the 40s. And it worked. We got him, kind of. But we got him. Anyway, these two guys, these Joseph Gobchek and um, I can't remember the other guy's names. These American commandos, which were dropped into Poland to carry out this mission. They fled and they went and hid in a town. And the Nazis detected a shortwave radio message being broadcast from that town to, to Britain, which was our ally, basically saying, hey, we need exfiltration. We pulled off the thing. So they had this one radio message go out. That was against the Nazis. You know what the Nazis did? They went and they executed everyone in this town, 4,000 people. Then they lit every house and building on fire. And then they bulldozed over every house with dirt so you wouldn't know the town was there. And then the Einsatzgruppen, the mobile death squads, went and found everyone that had just so happened to be out of town visiting their mama or grandfather somewhere else. And they killed all of them. 5,000 for one. Because that's what happens when a shortwave radio message was shot out of your town that you didn't even know was from here. So what the fuck do you think is gonna happen? So it's, if, if you can make a tweet saying Donald Trump is a dictator, that is in itself 
proof that he is not a dictator. The fact that that tweet can get out and that you're not beheaded. And as well as you should be able to. I think that's wonderful. I happen to like Trump, but I think it is goddamn fantastic that you can say he's a piece of shit, I hate him, and then you can just go to Starbucks. That's beautiful. And that's what makes this place great, is you can, you can do middle fingers to the man in charge and nothing happens. And that's wonderful. You really want I've to know what multi- I've heard multiple people say it, and, and I, I, I listen to and follow Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're familiar with Jordan yeah, Peterson? Here the dawn. Here the dawn. And he, he said it, and a bunch of people said it. He's a really, like, you know, for uh, clinical psychologists, I don't even know. I got it to him by listening to Akira. Akira. Joe Rogan. And I was like, who is this guy? And then I first started listening to him. He's way, I don't want to say he's way out there, but he's uh, ultra, you know, he, he's definitely a religious guy, but he's really practical in the way he talks. And he said, if people don't think that we're not living in the best of times right now in the West, if you live in the Western world, you're living in the best the it's ever of, been. The peak of record. That's what Akira, you know, Akira the Dawn. You, you, I've turned you on yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. So Akira says he does a live stream every day and he always begins with we are living at the peak of recorded human history because it's true that guy is the most positive motherfucker on the planet there could be a nuclear yeah, your, your podcast with him was great too I thank you thank you awesome. thank you there could be a nuclear holocaust going on and Akira would be going like well, at least we get to use our rations. He's just a positive yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You need him in your life. But yeah, no, he's, he always says it. We are at the peak of recorded human history. And it's just, it's, and we wanted to fund the police. So we haven't quite, we haven't quite touched on it in depth. What do you think is happening with that six by six uh, block uh, autonomous zone in Seattle? I don't know anything other than that it's been seized by Antifa, blocked off, and I think the pre the, the the police precinct which was inside or station which was inside there was evacuated. So they have this barricaded area. Would well, I mean, I'm I'm just hearing about it now, which is frightening because that's just telling you that the media is not doing its job. Che Guevara, so we cannot you, have a free press in the revolution unless you hear it leak out from somewhere. Um, well, you know, once that happens, they're losing control there. In Minneapolis, when they let them burn the precinct down, that was a complete loss of control. If they seized a police precinct, because listen, there's no greater um, symbol of authority in a neighborhood than the police precinct. You you have emboldened these people beyond belief and if like at this point and again seattle uber liberal um another place that's going down the drain at a high rate of speed um if you don't go in there and forcibly take it back that's only going to expand how are you going to stop it you You already let them do it you have to drop the hammer now you have to spank the kid now you have to fucking, I mean, you got to train not, the dog not, now. Not to equate it to how horrific it was, but look what happened with ISIS and the last boob that we had as president. He called them the, the JV team. And then they took over all, most of a giant chunk of Syria, giant chunks of Iraq, burned people alive, Jordan. sliced their heads off, you know, just went you know, completely berserko in their caliphate, and they were living in their utopia. And um, they spread like a cancer until we went in there and stomped their guts out. 
If we did not do that, they would have spread wider and wider. Their brutality probably, you know, with the exception of the Nazis and the Japanese back, you know, with the Japanese with the Chinese and... They were pretty unrivaled. ISIS was pretty unrivaled. What was that? I said ISIS was pretty unrivaled in what they did. Oh, yeah. I mean, their their, their brutality um, was just, you know, on another balance. And, you know, the fact that they just spread at will and were not stopped just emboldened them. And what happened? They got more and more people, more and more people. If they don't shut that thing down in Seattle, that's only going to embolden people and people are going to gravitate towards it because there's a lot of, and I've kind of seen it now in this country. I use the word sheep. There's a lot of lost people in this country and only the strong-willed people are the ones that are getting us through this COVID-19 fucking farce, bullshit, nonsense. A lot of people died from it and God rest their souls. I've had friends and family that have been greatly affected by it, so I'm not marginalizing it in any way, shape, or form. But a lot of people have died of cancer. A lot of people have died of the flu. A lot of people have died of a bunch of things. Uh, And this is certainly um, no, you know, pandemic-level disease. They've completely blown it and... People have shown that they just need somewhere to cling to. They need leadership. They need people to help them. Um, we're really, I was, I'm, I'm really disappointed as a whole uh, on, on how society, a giant chunks of it, not all, have, have responded to this because they just kind of collapsed and just went, okay, okay, like little sheep in the corner. And they're not questioning anything. They're just like, okay, he says so, so it's got to be, no, all the data was wrong. And the data that's coming out is wrong. And, and no matter what it is, if you if you run a business and they're constantly giving you financial data that's wrong, you fire that guy. Yeah. You know, sorry. You know, um, if you're you're gleaning your own information or you're doing something, whatever it is, and your data keeps coming up wrong and makes you make wrong decisions, you go, hmm, I better reevaluate. I, I, every time I try to do something, I'm I'm fucking up here. Um, if they do not stop that, the, the lost people. There's a lot of lost people in this country, and it has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Donald Trump's like just a complete out now. You know, it doesn't make a difference. A tree can fall in your fucking yard, and be like, well, uh, uh, it happened because. Trump doesn't believe in global warming. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay, right, right. I it, mean, it's you're right. It's I think there's a lot of lost people. I know I've been in there in my life. After I lost a sibling to suicide, I certainly went for five years just gravitating, and I didn't even realize it. But I was just moving towards. It's there's it's almost like like you just want to work towards something. You got to have a struggle. And I don't think if you have a struggle, trying to get ahead in your job, trying to get in a better relationship, trying to do DIY projects at home, try to get abs, try to just do build a podcast. If you don't have something in your life that you're constantly trying to get to, all of a sudden these faux struggles become wildly appealing. And I really do. Get, I mean, I get it. I don't agree with it, but I get it. It's all of a sudden you feel you get wrapped up in this. We're going to fight up in. And the thing is, is the, the, the most insidious part is that it really did have a legitimate beginning. It's, hey, we're going to we're going to rise up against the uh, police and injustice against people like George Floyd. Man, what a beautiful thing. What better thing to rally around, you know? But then it devolves into this and it's and Again, because it, it's an easy opportunity and, and, and I know people will probably say you know or, or think that it's terrible for me to say this 
due to statistics, I know that it, you know they, they say that you know black people are great, more greatly affected by police and, and are murdered, but it's not true. The statistics show it. More white people have been killed by white cops than black people have. None of them, if, if it was a bad shoot or a bad situation like this, are justified. If it's a bad cop, like this guy was arrested, and now the other three cops were arrested, and they should have been, right? One of those three cops, and, and I don't know if you could have got any more diverse in that group. You yeah, had the white the cop, which was the bad East. guy. Yeah. You had a black cop, you had a Spanish cop, and you had a Chinese cop. So you had the recruitment poster you... on scene. And one one guy was a fucking complete asshole and decided to kneel on this poor guy's neck for nine minutes. And the other three fuck fucking idiots didn't say a word. At some point in time, after probably, the, I don't know how many times the guy said I can't breathe, but I can guarantee it was a lot, um, was, hey man, enough already. He's yeah. cuffed. He's on his stomach. You could put your knee on his back and do the same exact thing yeah, and, that, and keep was... him under control. And it wouldn't kill him. Um, that was I a... went to a police academy. They never trained us to kneel on their neck. I never saw that. Yeah. You know, just like they say, oh, they should shoot him in the leg. Why did he have to shoot him? Because they're trained to shoot the center mass and they're trained to shoot, stop someone. So, but I've never seen training where they say put your knee on his neck and certainly not for a prolonged period of time and certainly not when he's handcuffed. But... Yeah, that was you know video that's watch. a bad guy, and like you said, you know, okay, they could have taken that cop in the middle of the street right now, Tommy, and said, "Here you go," handed him off to Black Lives Matter and let them execute that motherfucker right in the middle of the street. And guess what? They'll keep they, going. They'll burn down fucking. It has this guy's been in custody for two weeks. Shit, nothing, nothing would be nothing. That's, yeah, that's how you know. That's how you know this has nothing you know, to do with. I, I, Oh, yeah, and it's just, you know, we're in this apologetic society now. Like a guy like Drew Brees just says, I don't oh, support geez. people but kneeling for the flag, and he gets thrashed to pieces, and then he apologizes. So I've lost all respect for him now. Yeah. Like, you know what? Like, really, God, you can't even stand, stand by, for your stand principles? Opinion, like, sometimes man. that's the one thing people hate about Trump. He never backs down from his principle you know look at Mitt Romney that fool I voted for him I supported him and the minute it was they, they started smacking him around he crumbled like a cheap suit the other guy John McCain the war hero I know and I think we went into this beforehand um, another guy as soon as they, they started you know slicing him to pieces politics is like a pharaonic tent we used to say this in the firehouse at the kitchen we used to have what was called hate hour at the kitchen it was an hour before the tour started in the morning and hour before the tour started at night and everybody would sit around the kitchen table and you would like air your grievances basically and cure the ills of the world and it was all good stuff when i say yeah yeah, yeah yeah but we would call it a piranha tank and we would say oh who's going to get nicked in the piranha tank today yeah and if you got nicked then all the rest of the piranha fucking yeah. you right to the fucking bone <laughs> that's politics man you get nicked you're in a fucking piranha tank. Smell the blood. Well, you can't. Trump's the one piranha. Like if he's in the piranha tank, he bites back, and people don't like that. Yeah. And he's not right all the time, but he he if he he believes in something, he doesn't back down. Now you got the commissioner of of the NFL. I just started watching football again this year, and now he says we we um, support kneeling. 
and that now we're expecting like man, that's it, it's over. If you do that, I'll never watch the NFL again. Like the flag and the men that you have had on your podcast that have fought for this country and done covert things for this country for the good of this country, that's who the flag represents. Not me, you, I mean, even though, yes, it does in in some way, shape, or form. Those guys, the flag that's hanging behind your back, the guys who spilled their blood on foreign soil to give you the ability, like you said, to go out and say, Donald Trump's a fucking orange-haired, dumbass, fucking misogynist pig, which I don't believe. Um, But it's great you're allowed to say it. You're allowed to say it, man, and you're allowed to walk up and down the street with a sign and say, no justice, no peace, blah, 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 whatever you want to say. You're allowed to do it because of those guys. And that's what that flag stands for. And that's what the national anthem stands for. It doesn't stand for all the other things. So if you do that, as far as I'm concerned, that's what you're disrespecting and yeah, you know, just like you want to do it, fine, do it. You know, more power to you. I'll never watch the NFL again. I'll yeah. never fucking do one thing to support anything. Of just like Nike, they they supported Colin Kaepernick. I, I exclusively wore Nike sneakers. I love Nike sneakers. I will never buy another pair of Nike sneakers again. Yeah. Hey, you want to support him? You think he's the greatest thing? It was one of your best promos. Excellent. I will. My choice is I will never, ever, ever ever buy a pair of Nike sneakers. I will never walk into a Starbucks again, ever again in my lifetime. Gillette, wasn't it Gillette that had that commercial like a year or two ago? Basically all white men are bad, or all straight white men are bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can't tell you. Thank how God many, I don't use their products. So I can't I tell yeah. you how many friends I have who are apolitical and don't give a shit that have now gone out of their way not to purchase Gillette anymore. It's you have people that. You will do better by not saying anything. The number of, of of customers, return customers, that you will gain from coming out in virtue signaling is nothing in comparison to the number that you are insulting and abandoning and ostracizing forever. If you just don't say anything, you're going to have some people bitching about the fact that you're not saying anything. But you know what you do to that? You just don't say anything. And when they bring that up... You just don't say anything. You just shut the fuck up. You just don't. Just keep selling your razors. Why aren't you saying anything about Black Lives Matter? We have a four for five deal today. Well, how come you haven't said anything about Black Lives Matter? May I show you? Are you just shut the fuck up and show them your razors? When you come out and all of a sudden say we stand by, you maybe you did. I don't know. Maybe you gained a hundred clients, but you sure as fuck got ten thousand who normally would just keep buying your Gillette razors because they liked the shave. You get them just going, okay, well, now you've pulled me into this, and now I don't want anything to do with you. So, fuck off. It's And, and you know, and the way I look at it, whether it's Gillette or Nike or the NFL, especially, or Hollywood, I don't want your fucking opinion, even if it agrees with mine. I don't want yeah. it. Yeah, I don't your care. Your product, and I want your product. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you think. I don't care that you're the star quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. I don't care. I don't care what Tom Hanks or any of those blithering fools in Hollywood that are so disconnected. Oh, walls are bad. This is bad. They all have armed guards. They all that's like any of these politicians that are saying shit. How about um, you? Take away your police guard right away. I read an article the other day that was just the ultimate hypocrisy. There's a councilwoman out in California, out in Los Angeles, I believe it is, that has round-the-clock 
24-hour LAPD protection at her home. I guess something happened. They didn't elaborate. And that day, she voted to defund the police. It's, it's like the office. So finally, the cops said, oh, you want to defund us? We're pulling that detail. Round the clock, 24-hour fucking protection from the LAPD. Jesus. Now, if you didn't believe in the police department and you're going to defund it now in the midst of all this, then why did you take that protection detail? Why does any one of these fucking rotten shitbird politicians have protection details? If everything is great and we live in this utopian world, why do you have a protection detail? And, and I know it's easier said than done. A lot of people say, oh, why haven't those guys just walked off the job? They can't. You know, they yeah. just can't walk yeah. away from their post. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you'd be hard-pressed to, 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 to say, like, you know, these guys are going to be into it. You know, uh, it, 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 the level of hypocrisy is not even reached a new level. It's in another stratosphere. It, and, and that's why I come back to this is good versus evil, man. And that whole ultra-leftist, you know, like, listen, you, you have middle-of-the-road Democrats and middle-of-the-road Republicans. That's yeah. where you get shit done. You yeah, can't be ultra-right-wing. That's what I was about to say. And, is, is this, does, this isn't writing off every... I've had a guy on here a couple times who I've known since freshman year of college, since 2010, Ernesto Azejo. Worked was a was a intern in the Obama administration. Worked in the Democratic Party in the in the state capital of Georgia. Ernie's a great fucking guy. First generation immigrant from Mexico. Parents worked their asses off to put him through school. Ernie's Ernie is liberal. Ernie comes on here and we have sane, rational arguments. And then when we come to a disagreement, we'll bring up our facts. And if we're still disagreeing, we'll do our virtual handshake. Agree to disagree. Next topic. That's someone I can work with, and vice versa. It's so I, I don't want to just if you're if you if your thought if you're if you're a, a, you know that's stuttering if you're a liberal and then you're bad that's not true and I that's just as bad as being an extreme liberal to say that anyone who has a different idea than me is bad no that's not the that's not the case you're allowed to disagree with me that's fine that's beautiful it's this psychopathic just tear down society that's not you can't have a rational argument with that. You can't. I I get it. Well, you, you wanna... it. It's my way. Period. That's their discussion yeah. points. Yeah. There's nothing. There's never. You know, when they talk about when you watch how these politicians deal with Trump or or even the Republican Party, there's no compromise. What's the compromise? Yeah. They've always given in over the year after year after year after year. They've given in. You know, I, I, I'm a stats guy. I like to look at things. So, okay, you look at places like New York City. You look at Detroit. You look at Chicago. You look at Baltimore. You look at Los Angeles. You look at San Francisco. These are all democratically controlled areas. Just take a look at those areas. Look at the numbers. Look at the poverty. Look at the homelessness. Look at the crime. And then you tell me if the people that have been in charge for double-digit years and have input policies, some for upwards of 50 years, Detroit, Baltimore, I think, are in, and Chicago are in like the 50-year range. You tell me what they did right. What did they do if the people that you support are the people that are running the show. And your fucking house is a mess. You can't go out and tell someone, hey man, you better clean up your yard and you better mow your lawn and you're a fucking hoarder. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, come on. Yeah. It's just, that that's, this world is upside down. 
We have Lockheed Good and Evil. There's foreign operators that are, that are pushing this. I, I think that that's a great point. I never really gave it any thought, but it makes so much sense. And, you know, it's just going to come down to usually good wins over evil. But as and you were talking about it before, um, I know you're, you're know David Goggins well. That's his mantra, man. You need to suffer to get to the other side. Yeah. And these people don't want to suffer. They just want to, you know, get it handed to them. It's and um, it's you're you're I do, but and I the only thing. So we were talking about ISIS earlier. The only thing worse than an ISIS this this wildly barbaric bloodthirsty wrap detonation cord around people's necks burn them alive in cages drop them in cages and swimming pools and drown them all this run over them with tanks all this crazy shit that's dangerous the only thing more dangerous than them are intelligent patient barbarians like the nazis and like the ccp that is much more dangerous they're not as scary on the front because they're not chopping off heads but they're much more dangerous and that's where you get these insurgency groups. That's where you get these funded uh, cyber attacks. That's where you get these very slow, insidious things. And you don't see anything. That is what, that is true. That is a true enemy. And it's, dude, I just, I think they, we need to go back. Just, hey, USSR, CCP. It's just, it's one fucking acronym, Soviet shithole after the other. We did that one for 40 years. We went to the fucking moon and we kicked their ass. Let's fucking do it again, man. We'll go to fucking Mars. Keep it cold. Let's not launch the nukes. I say just take the gloves off, man. Call it what it is. They're an adversary. They're all over the world, and they, they're they pushing their influence everywhere, and it's, it's either us or them, and that's the sad truth, is that it is a zero-sum world. Hey, more than anyone, I would love for us all to hold fucking hands, but it's that's not the reality. I think behind all of this is, I think there is an evil and competent group of people. I think it's the next evil empire. I truly do believe the CCP is the next USSR. They don't give a fuck. They'll wipe out anyone that isn't part. They have legitimate Muslim concentration camps. They support regimes like North Korea. They, and they are here fucking with us. And that's what this is. Oh, they, they, there's no two is, ways man. about it because we're the, one of the first times that they've ever gotten spanked back. The, the biggest issue that we have, or the hurdle that we have to overcome, that I, I just don't see happening, even if Trump wins, uh, you know, in November, is there's a large portion of establishment, even on the Republican side, man. Let's not kid ourselves. Like Mitt Romney and a lot of those rhinos, and, and there's others that you just don't know about. Um, that are, are even deeper hidden. You know, the Democrats at least are pretty open and blatant about it. They, they will not do anything to work with him, and they're exploiting this. They're exploiting it. There's no two ways about it. And look, they went through the whole Russia collusion nonsense. That was bullshit. Then there was Stormy Daniels. That was fucking bullshit. Then the Ukrainian call, and that was bullshit. They were doing everything they can to delegitimize this guy. This is members of our government trying to delegitimize our leader. This is the perfect opportune time. Like the Chinese are very smart and very patient yeah, people. They're, they're playing a long game. They have a hundred year plan, not a five year plan, yeah. not a 10 year plan, a hundred year plan. They're not you know? stupid. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's frightening to say, like, and, and this is exactly like right out of the playbook of Saul Alinsky is we're eating ourselves from inside. Our, half of our political system is eating 
the other half of the political system or trying. Was, and was it cr- you're attacking the leader of, of the political system. Was it Khrushchev or Brezhnev or one of those Soviet dipshits? But he said, he said communism will come to America, but the flag will be raised by their own people. Yeah, it's it's not it's not he's not fucking wrong, man. But like you said about David Goggins, to to grow you must suffer. On the other side of suffering lies greatness. Maybe that's what this is. Is we can't have greatness. Maybe we really got to come through COVID and these riots to really have greatness. And I do think that I do think good will prevail. I, because yeah, evil, I feel that way too, man. Evil We're by good and evil, and I just know good will prevail. Evil, destro- evil destroys, and at a certain point, once you've destroyed everything, the only thing left to destroy is yourself. So you have at the source, you have these two, you have two moving powers, destruction and creation. And I don't mean that to be the Roman Catholic God, even though that's what some people believe. I just mean in general, I think that there is good and evil. And uh, that's what I think. This, and that's not to say Republicans, good, liberals, evil. No, not at all. It's, I think it's an idea that transcends political power. It transcends the English language. It transcends the 250, 40-year-old empire of America. I do think it's good and evil, and I think we're just seeing it being played out in the most recent iteration. It's been played out since the fucking pyramids. It's been played out since we left the branches in the high Paleolithic 250,000 years ago. It'll be playing out on our fucking colonies in Alpha Centauri in the year 3000. I think it's I think it's an ever changing, ever evolving thing. Tony, I'm about to piss my pants. So let's wrap this podcast <laughs> up. Um, hey, I need you to I need you to give a shout out. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll splice this part. Out. I need I need I'll splice this part. Out. I need you to give a shout out to the Donald Dot Win for supporting uh, for supporting police forces. Just I'm, I'm going to put it right at the beginning of this video. Just say uh, shout out to the Donald Dot Win for. Uh, supporting police forces whenever you're ready you're the best Tony thank you sir Tony Tedeschi as always we'll do another podcast hopefully the fucking gym is going to open up soon I went by there the other day and talked to Dane hopefully don't even get me started we can have a whole thing of why we should just you know throw Larry Hogan in the water I know right Jesus Jesus Tony thank you sir stay safe about gyms take a look at them I know (laughs) Tony thank you sir God bless America, and thank you for coming on. Hopefully, I'll see you sooner than later once all this bullshit blows over. Thank you, brother. Take care, Thomas. Peace, buddy.